Welcome to the Soul of Enterprise, Business in the Knowledge Economy. Folks, we are still here live from uh, Ignite 2016, the IPBC's annual flagship conference in beautiful Richmond, uh, Vancouver, Canada. Thank you. And uh, we're kind of at the end of the day here on Friday, and I'm sitting here with Louis Prosperi, who we interviewed uh, this morning, the CEO of the IPBC. Louis, welcome back. It is a pleasure to be back. Don? Ron. Ron. <laughs> and, folks, I'm really excited about this. It's one of the first times we've had our executive producer on the line with us, Robert Cellino. Uh, Robert, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? It, it has. I talked how many shows? <laughs> we talk to you all the time, but never live on the radio, so it's awesome to have you on the radio. So I'm excited I to be I am here. so and, glad to be the one bringing the two of you together. Thank oh. you so much, Louie. It's awesome. <laughs> so, awesome. Louie, I, I just wrapped up a session on the post-professional society, uh, which was very well received. It's not a pleasant uh, message to deliver, but I think one that's uh, critical to get people to think about. Uh, and the energy level at this conference, even after three days, is still incredibly high. So right. how, how do you, looking back on this conference, I know we're not done yet. You still have... Uh, Tonight, we have some awards. We have the big banquet tonight. Tomorrow, you have a half day going on. So we're not anywhere near done. And we also have our our keynote, another keynote uh, that's going to be fabulous. Yep. You know, a great motivational speaker, which we just interviewed. We did. Half an hour ago. And uh, uh, what was amazing is that he has no background in bookkeeping, but he gets it 100%. I love that. That That was was a natural thing. Oh, wow. Blew us away. Excellent. So what's been your impression of this conference? I mean, this is your fifth one. And yes. I remember the first one, we had you had about 166 people there or something like that. And now you're easily twice that. So this yep. thing has grown every year I've been here. What's your impression so far of the conference? Well, what, what we found um, from day one, which we didn't know, because our membership... Um, we don't get to meet our members. We don't see them. They basically go online and become a member. So when we had our first conference, we didn't realize how engaging the professional bookkeeper is. At least I didn't. And uh, neither did our partners because what ended up happening, and Ron, you could attest to this because you were there the first time, that um, bookkeepers are, are thirsty for knowledge. They're, ex- they're excited. They are one of the most engaging group, and they ask questions, and they love to be in an environment like this to learn. And what was good about it is that the word of mouth, after that first conference, it just kept growing. People go, I gotta go back next year. Mm-hmm. And the reputation of our, of our conference just got better and better. The quality of our sponsors got, got even better. Um, the interest just grew on a phenomenal basis. And now, we are, we are probably the only organization that is doing this type of work. For bookkeeping, there's nothing else in Canada. So it's been great. It's been a, a great ride. Awesome. Robert, it's so cool to have you here. I can't believe <laughs> Thanks, it. Ron. Talking to my executive producer, uh, uh, the dream maker, as I like to call you. Uh, this has been Voice America's first radio out of country. Very true. Live our, broadcast, our right? Our first live event out of country. Thank you. Both of you, actually. Thank you, Louie. Thank you, Ron, for (laughs) helping us get here. And thank you for bringing us here. It's been a pleasure. I got to tell you, it's been a fantastic thing. Like, we didn't know what to expect. But you, uh, Voice of America, Voice America, and I apologize for that other part, uh, 
is so friendly. They they just make you feel at home. They allow you to experience it. And I got to tell you, the the results that we had of broadcasting our keynotes, the interviews, we've been getting tweets like crazy from our members going, it just feels like being there. You know, I've always wanted to go. So this opportunity is, was great for us too, and we appreciate it. So thank you very much. You are so welcome. It's been our pleasure. I've got to say too, the, the event itself, and we've been to quite a few live events over this last year, and we'll be going to many more, but none out of country. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, I, this might be it for the year. Uh, next year, Amsterdam, but for now, Canada. Uh, so this event's been fantastic. I mean, I've seen a lot of events, and all the other events are, are really great, but this has a different warmth to it, and you were sort of bringing that back around with all of your members yeah. and, and there's a community here and we've I mean, randy and i have felt so welcome i mean people are just so genuine and they're so happy to be here it's just true it is amazing um, we've had a great time being here it's one of my favorite events i've been to all year and robert wow. uh, to be to let you know that with regards to to that feeling our our partners also go to a lot of events and uh the number one thing they always say we love coming to your conference we have the best time at your conference uh, your, your delegates are constantly engaged. They, they are, they're the most interactive. And that's what you want as a sponsor. You want to go to an event that you can engage and actually end up talking to the entire group, right? And that's what happens here. Our, our, our bookkeepers, by the end of the three days, if there's 300 delegates here, you would have talked to all 300. That's amazing. I'm going to say that everybody that's out there listening that did not get a chance to get here absolutely has to be here. <laughs> this next event. Right. You know, it's great that you can listen in and that, but that just doesn't give you everything. It no, just come on, come on in because it's phenomenal. The right. water is fine. <laughs> you know, Robert, since you broadcast, you and Randy is here too, the audio engineer at Voice America does a great job, makes this all look really easy, and I know it's not. Uh, but you, you got to sit through broadcasting some of the keynote sessions. Oh, yeah. Um, did you have a favorite, or did you pick up on anything that really kind of shocked you or surprised you? Or You know, I don't, I don't think I have an absolute favorite, but I, but I will say that um, I learned a lot from each one of the keynotes and was inspired by every one of them on a different level. I mean, depending upon what it is, but I really like the message that is, you know, don't be like the T-Rex, right? Don't, don't become extinct just for the fact that maybe you're fierce now and later on you'll be gone. Just shift and change and, and grow with what you need to do. That was the whole underlying theme of this whole piece. And I was inspired by that every single time somebody got up there and said, things are changing. You need to evolve if you're going to survive. And that's, that everybody needs to hear it. Otherwise this won't be here in 5, 10, 15 years. It's amazing. Right, right. I, I love that line that the competition that kills you doesn't look like, like you. you. And, you know, I think about radio and I think, well, look at what you guys are doing. You're sort of a disruptor in, in some ways. We, I think we are. Yeah, I do too. So. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. <laughs> well, that's awesome. How about you, Louis? Did you, did you pick up uh, any key messages from any of the keynotes that that's really hit you hard? Well, you know, it's it's like uh, a, a father with the, with their kids. You don't you're not going to pick out a favorite on that, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> so to be quite honest, I all of them had had their key moments because each one of them hit on a key topic that was relevant to what's happening today. And one of one of our themes has always been with our conferences is being relevant 
not just for today, but for tomorrow. tomorrow. So when we look at our keynotes and our content, we always focus on that because our members aren't looking in the in the in the back door or the back windshield. They're looking through the front windshield, and we have to make sure that we provide them the the tech the information that's there. And I'll, I'm just going to go through some of these. Uh, Sage's Zen and the Art of Consulting by Ed Kless. <laughs> I, I know that you know him pretty good, Ron. Yes. So th the fact about consulting is, is the, re the reality is that consulting is becoming a bigger and bigger part of our business. Yep. The valuation of that is becoming tougher, as we all know. The next one from Intuit, which was the firm of the future digital toolbox, that is critical because the digital toolbox is becoming bigger and bigger. And you have to uh, manage yourself through that toolbox to figure out what things will best suit your business your, practice, your, yep. right? And you can't use the same one that you've been using for like 20 years because that's right. probably not, it, not valid. The bookkeeper needs to be a curator almost for their customers to pick the apps. Well that, said. That, yeah. Well said. The other one by Ray Barlow from Sage is the firm of the now. And again, that's... The firm of the now and the firm of the future, it's the same analogy, right? We're talking about innovation and technology disruptors and what you have to do to make sure that you're prepared and right. moving forward. Um, then we had Alan Salmon doing a, a great breakfast book, bookkeeping practice of today, tomorrow, and beyond. And, and what Alan does is he not only gives you the theory, but he... he really breaks it down into the practicality and uses things that you can use like right now, right now. today to make money. So, you know, and, and a lot of us love that, you know, it's great for the theory, but if he gives you a couple of tools that will walk out of here and, and at least pay for your, for your flight <laughs> here, flight here yep. it's more than more well worth it. And Alan is, is, a, is a master at that. He's definitely one of the frugal guys and always looks at when he does his program is to show you that there is money in, to be made in advancements of technology. So an amazing time. And then we had the, uh, the panel discussions with Scott where we got to see some of the experts in, uh, in the field mm. and asking them very informative questions. So Right. And then Chris Fudge uh, yeah. gave a presentation, and he also interviewed a couple of the new black swans, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, we should talk about that, Ron. Yeah. Are, uh, are you excited for this year's uh, program? I am. We kicked it off on Wednesday, as you know. We did a full day, so yeah. uh, all of them said they got the Ron Baker headache. Uh, <laughs> we call it the Verisage headache, actually. It's not just me. Uh, but uh, and, and it was great, Louie, because rarely do I get Ed in front of the black swans right. it's just really hard we the schedules never jive but because ed only did a half day on his pre-conference he was able to come over for the rest of the day and join me with the black swan so he gave him a great talk on project management uh so we came right out of the gate really really strong i think it's a fantastic group and the thing that amazes me about it is some of those folks in that uh, black swan five program have been doing this for one year two years or three years already in other words they're already down the road right because this has been so well exposed by you and the board and the ipbc you've had me here five years i've been screaming and flailing my arms about this and i think more and more people are just doing it on their own and so i'm really looking forward to this group i, I think they're going to be fantastic so Give us a little bit of background on the Black Swan, Ron. W why did we call it the Black Swan program? 
because I love the book by uh, <laughs> Nassam Taleb, The Black Swan, and the, and the whole analogy of, you know, when they first saw Black Swan, I think it was in Australia, uh, when the convict ships went down there, and, and they looked at the bird, and they said, well, that's a swan. And then somebody said, no, that can't be a swan. Swans are white. Well, no, it's a swan. No, but it's black. It can't. In other words, it, it, it's a great analogy for something that's completely unpredictable that you couldn't see, right? And that, that's become the black swan metaphor that this guy used in this book. And I call them black swans because we hear from all sorts of professionals, you can't run a professional firm without billing by the hour, keeping timesheets. Well, I've got these five black, so, you know, no, all swans are white. No, I've got these black swans over here that are doing exactly that. Right. And you know what? They're accounting and bookkeeping firms and they're doing it. They're yeah. doing what you say can't be done. So that's why I wanted to name it that. And by the way, Ron, we love that name so much that some of the graduates of this program who have benefited immensely for it have gotten tattoos. I, you know, two of them, and I, I don't feel I should name them because no, one no, of them told no. me that uh, her mother doesn't know she did this yet. So I don't want to, I don't want to put it out there. But I, you know, I've always told audiences it's a great laugh line that if you know, I show a picture of a Harley Davidson tattoo on a guy's arm right. and say, when you know you've got fanatical customer loyalty, when your customers tattoo your logo on their body somewhere. You know, right. that's always been a leading indicator. And now to have two black swans actually have swan tattoos on the inside of their wrists tells me that this program, Louis, is changing lives, not just practices, but lives. And that's largely, partly, you know, respond, you're responsible for that. And IPBC, you guys supported this. Yeah. You took a risk on this program. You took a risk on this lunatic from Northern California that says this is the way that you should run a practice. And... I think the evidence speaks for itself. Well, well, I'm not sure if we would classify you as a lunatic, Ron. <laughs> um, passionate, maybe. Uh, brilliant. That that, that kind of comes down to, to my name. Well, second brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and intuitive. I, I think you have the knack to kind of not predict the future, but see trends that will impact the future. I, I really, really appreciate that. And And the fact that you were doing this 15 years ago, when I don't think anybody knew what that was, the funny thing is it looks like you just became an overnight star because now everybody's talking about value pricing. But the reality is you took 15 years to become an overnight star. Right. You know, and that's amazing. And, and what, what, what you bring to the, the program that I want to tell everybody, when everybody says that, yeah, I've done value pricing, I've read Ron's book, it all, it's all good, but the... The reason why our program is extremely successful is because Ron's mentoring capabilities. What Ron does is he just pulls the information out of you with his intuitive questions. And you probably see that on his interviews and how oh, he yes. talks on, on the soul of enterprise. And he does that to our swans. And it, it just, he just, it's like he makes the light bulbs go on for themselves. And you did an amazing job. And I think that's where the tattoos come. And I'll take some of the credit. Sure, I... I, yeah. I put I put it on my my website, no problem. But I'm telling you, <laughs> it, it's been a fabulous ride for us, and we appreciate it greatly. And uh, yeah, we look forward for this for this program going forward. So thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you for sure. And so Louis, where is the conference next year? The conference next year is going to be in Ontario. It's going to be uh, what we call it's not Toronto, but north of Toronto, which is mm -hmm. Markham. It's probably about 20 minutes out. 
and uh, it's going to be at a Sheridan Hotel. And it's going to be approximately the same time frame as it is now, and more will come. We will have more information as time comes out, and it's, again, it's the, we're going to make it better and greater. I think Voice America would like to leave the country for one more time, right? I'm thinking, I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes. We definitely yeah. want to leave the country at least one more time. All right, all right. <laughs> and, uh, and be there at that event. Absolutely. Oh, Looking right. forward to um, the IB, IPBC radio. Radio, yes, yes. <laughs> Coming soon to a radio near you. By well, the way, I, I, before we stop, I want to thank all of you for doing this. It's been fantastic. I want to take the opportunity to say that, that we can't be here and we can't do what we do without our membership. Our membership is the heart and soul of this organization. It's a grassroots program. And I think I mentioned that Diane Mueller in my last interview. And uh, this is her brainchild and I've just been fortunate enough to let it grow. So uh, thanks everyone for that and uh, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Louis. Thank you, Louis. Absolutely. And thank you, Robert, for doing this. And Randy, thank you for being here. You guys make us sound good and make it look easy. I know it's not, but uh, it's been a lot of fun doing this, and I look forward to doing it again next year. Same here.